Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. A tire comes to life and discovers it has psychokinetic powers, while an audience watches its gruesome and homicidal adventures in Rubber. Trash episode 138 Rubber. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. We are, I am desperately, desperately trying to make this a better episode than the last one. Oh, was the, was the last one not quality? The last one was terrible. Yeah. I recommended people not to listen to it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were here for it. Um, I've since uh, purged it from my memory banks. Uh, good choice. Yeah, I blinded myself with alcohol, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I uh, had some uh, incantation done just to forget it all happened. Uh, Thanks for bringing it back. Uh, no problem. Because uh, I'm not the only one to be allowed to suffer, and I'm not going to make the listeners do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's very open-hearted of you. I try. But seriously, yeah, when I posted those up that episode and uh, posted the link on Facebook and Twitter, I I made the highest recommendation not to listen to it. So much so that I even just uh, posted our actual review in the uh, the description. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way they wouldn't have to wade through 30 minutes of bullshit. They, they can't all be gold, obviously. <laughs> They can't all be bronze. <laughs> Some of them just don't even start the race. They're just turds. Yeah. Turds from the get-go. Stillborn. Baby monsters. Baby's monsters? Stillborn baby monsters. Oh. Is that something? What is that? It's, uh, it's a lyric from a, a Misfit song. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, though. <laughs> don't know the Misfits? I've never heard of them. Okay. Oh, oh, that's right. I I haven't seen that show in forever. Gem and the Holograms? Right. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been uh, staying over at my parents' house uh, for the past week, and uh, that show is regularly on uh, a cable channel. Gem and, Gem and the Holograms? Yep. Does it still have the synergy? Uh, sure. All I know is that it's truly outrageous. Yeah. Truly, truly? Outrageous. Truly, truly outrageous. <laughs> what, Jim? Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, she had the best hair. She kind of reminded me of the lead singer of Vixen. Remember Vixen? Uh, vaguely. I think they had an album called Rev It Up. There was like a picture of a chick on a motorcycle on the cover. Nice. You know, very double entendre, as was popular in the 80s metal right. scene. Hair metal scene. Right. You didn't see Dio doing double entendres. Nah. Just a single entendre. Yep, just yeah. a single and uh, it was all about swords and elves. Yeah. And why not? Because yep. he, he was, was an, an elf and he, and he owned a sword, yeah. <laughs> Got us to soul. He was a vixen in his own right. Huh? He was kind of a vixen in his own right. He's a, he's a sexy, sexy lady. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what were we talking about? Dio, metal, uh, uh gems, yeah, all the misfits, backward, backward, going backwards, yeah, uh, stillborn, stillborn, uh, uh, oh, yeah, episode. bad episodes, okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they can't all be good, uh, obviously, we're proof of that, <laughs> and, uh, here in your first three minutes, uh, Artie, uh, Artie M and Low. um, well, uh, shall we talk about the movie? I guess we can talk about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, before, uh, before I forget it. Mm-hmm. So we had a long trip to get here. Yeah, we usually, we usually just walk from your, 
living room into your office. Right. And it's like the memory banks are still fresh. You know, yeah, I'm feeling fully good. Charged, uh, full of uh, full of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this time we had uh, a little bit longer to go. A jaunt. Yeah. Upwards of a 12 minute drive, probably. Yeah. yeah. At, at least. Really? Maybe most. Maybe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See if I start to figure out the distance and the time, I'm going to forget all about that movie. Yeah, actually. don't don't do no arithmetic. Save <laughs> save your brain power. <laughs> it's like it's like if uh, we were trapped. You know, our brains are like the small amount of air that's trapped in an elevator, and we're trapped in here for a week. Right. We can't overuse them. Nope. That's why we're. Do know. not panic. Do not hyperventilate. No. No. <laughs> nope. So yeah, the movie. Rubber, by a guy, starring other people, and a tiger. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're not, we not talking about the clothing that they wear when you say a tire. No, no, no. We're talking about... A tire. Yeah. <laughs> Robert. Robert the tire. Yeah. Um, wow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh... I can review this movie. It's hard to do. Yeah, I I think I, I think I'm I think I nailed on the way over. I was trying to think of like, you know, wrap my head around what I just saw <laughs> because <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. Right. Um. It almost has like it almost delves into the territory of things that I uber hate, <laughs> like Tim and Eric's awesome show. Right. It almost. Delves into that ter- territory. I can, yeah, I can kind of see that, but not quite. It doesn't quite get there. No, uh, it's a uh, production quality. Uh, you know that helps. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I know I get the whole Tim and Eric thing is is that they're sort of making fun of you know basic cable, you know, uh, public access kind of things. Right. But uh, uh, the you know, shooting it on on, uh, on videotape, you know, uh, makes it less watchable and makes it even more unfunny than they already are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good cinematography uh, really sort of helped lift this out of uh, being bullshit for sure. I was thinking that during one of the better scenes where the sheriff is explaining to the other cops how right uh, what is real and what isn't. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking that same thing. I was like, wow, if we just filmed this... I was like, this is the kind of good writing that, you know, anybody can do if you have a camera and a few dudes around. Right. You know, it's not like you have to be blowing up bridges and whatnot to have a really amazing thing on film. Right. But, uh, but yeah, the production quality is what made that work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know that I disliked this movie. But I'm uncertain whether I liked it. <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. I laughed quite a bit. And purposefully and so. And purposefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the intention was uh, was for comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certain things bothered me. Uh, but, but nothing that I think... Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just so absurd. Yeah. It, it's, like, it's like trying to review a Dolly painting, you know? It's like you're talking about, you know, how, you know, how it works together and why it works together. And it's like, it's not supposed to make sense. Right. It, it's absurd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I can, I can talk about one thing that bothered me in this movie uh, that I think does not reflect on the quality of it. Okay. Uh, the dialogue in this movie all sounds like it was written by a guy who does not speak English for a first language. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, there, there's uh, not a lot of contractions used. Right, okay. Uh, okay, I, I, okay, I'm with you now. Um, just just uh, the way certain normal everyday phrases that you or I would say are said uh, a lot more... Uh, just kind of stilted and stilted and stretched out and uh, not natural. Yeah, there was a like whenever uh, there was a scene at the beginning where the police officer 
officers telling the uh, sheriff to get back in the car and not explain things. Right. That was one of the ones where, yeah, it was like very like he was reading it and right, it didn't right. just seem. But that might have just been a poor actor too. Who knows? Well, uh, I'm gonna lean it to a poor director because mm-hmm. uh, the guy wrote and directed the movie himself, uh, Quentin Dupieux, a French name, thus leading to my. Okay. Theory on maybe yeah. English wasn't his first language. Yeah. And being someone who uh, wrote and directed this, he probably told his actors to stick to the script explicitly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and not let them uh, stray, stray, or you know, rework it to uh, say the words how people would say them. Right. <laughs> I could, yeah, I could, okay. Yeah. I it didn't bother me, though. Like, it didn't... Oh, it didn't. Like, it took me out of the movie once or twice. But, right. You know, and, like, like, not enough that, you know, I'm just, ah, fuck this movie. Right, you know? yeah. You're like, I've seen better tire movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the first, it won't be the last, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love the fourth wall stuff. That was my favorite stuff. Uh, yeah, where you know they're talking about watching a movie, uh, they're talking to the audience, which ends up not necessarily being us, which right. is bizarre too. Yeah, um, but it, it is us at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, possibly my favorite uh, breaking the fourth wall scene is uh, when the uh, the nerdy uh, you know got the tie. Oh, the, 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 uh, was he the yes man? Yeah, his, uh, his, uh, his credit in the movie was accountant. Okay. Uh, but, uh, he's, he's talking to, uh, uh, I believe the guy in the wheelchair, his, uh, all the other audience members are dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the guy in the wheelchair is just watching, uh, the proceedings of, uh, of the actual movie going on. Uh, and the guy, the, the accountant, asks, uh, you know, what's going on, and uh, the guy tells him that uh, there's a chasing going on. It's really <laughs> exciting. We're not watching it. Yeah. We're not seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the in Reservoir Dogs when they describe all the crazy action that happened. Right. But you don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that friends, is how you make a movie on a budget. What's that? <laughs> doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By being just clever enough to not make you say a bullshit. Yeah. I think that's all this movie was. Uh, yeah. It was a magic trick to not make you say bullshit. <laughs> and and do you think you were just talking about how there was a scene where all of the audience members, you know, die except for the one guy? Right. Do you think that's supposed to kind of... I mean, you know, again, like, maybe there's nothing in this movie that represents anything. But is that supposed to be, like... You know, uh, you know, ten out of every eleven people that watch this movie are just gonna give up on it halfway through it, and then like those of us that soldiered through are that guy in the wheelchair that is watching it. Maybe, yeah. Because, uh, cause, yeah, the audience like just starts dropping like flies, and yeah. pretty much is all gone by the end of the movie. I could, uh, I could see this being a very polarizing movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't <laughs> imagine. Like, I can think of like a dozen friends of mine or relatives that. If they watch this, they would just it. It would make them uncomfortable, and not because you know there's like some weird sex scene or something, which is uncomfortable. Like I don't get this, and right. you know, am I supposed to get this? This is weird, you know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and you know, it's not like the movie is trying to hide that either. Yeah, exactly. The very first scene that happens, they come out and tell you that uh this movie doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that um things happen for no reason apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As they do in other famous films. Right. But um <laughs> Wow, yeah, rubber. Wow. Mm. Man. Uh, there's no real story. The uh well I mean I guess there's kind of Kind of a story within a story. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a story, and I mean, and I mean, if you say there's a story to you know a a movie like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween, there's a similar story in this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. I'd say closer to hmm. Halloween, probably. Yeah, because he's like stalking, right? Yeah, yeah. Killing for no reason. Yeah, yeah. building up, you know, right. like building bigger and bigger kills. Yeah. But uh, instead of a guy in a William Shatner mask, it's a tiger. <laughs> now, if they would have put that tire in a William Shatner mask, <laughs> can you imagine how great that would have been? Uh, it even uh, it even leaves itself open for a sequel, like most slasher movies. Yeah. Do. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I don't want to spoil the ending. I guess I don't know, but but it's not like uh, it, it almost seems like a again. Here I go trying to find some sort of you know reason logic. and logic, but uh, it almost like an assault on traditional Hollywood films. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I see that now. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, I don't know. Everything about this movie screams to be something that I should just outright hate. Yeah. Halfway through this, I was like, oh, man, Eric hates this already. I can feel it. <laughs> but then, then like, you kept laughing, and, like, you know, I was like, huh. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, it's very pretentious. But uh, something about this movie keeps it from being an arty piece of shit. Yeah. It's because it, I think it's because it's self-referential, uh, and the main guy, um, like, if everybody in the movie was on the same page, maybe it would seem pretentious. Okay. But, like, there's, like, one character who, like... Who knows what's going on. Yeah, and he always... Everyone ex- else doesn't. Yeah, and he's always explaining it to him, and I think uh, that helps. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and he, that guy, I don't know that actor, but he was awesome. He was great, yeah. Uh, I've heard the name, I think. Swear I've seen him in something. What was his name? Stella? Steven Spinella. Spinella. Okay. Uh, I was really. Oh, okay. No, I was just gonna say I was also really impressed with both David Bowie and Ethan Cohen. That they both I transformed. They're, I couldn't even recognize either one of them. But yeah, even their names. Yeah, they even misspelled both. They misspelled both their names by one letter. <laughs> but I, like at first glance when I saw David Bowie I was like David Bowie oh David Bowie yeah. or something with yeah. an e. and then Ethan Cohen oh wait a minute that's Ethan Cohen Cohen Ethan Cohen yeah, Co- yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen that Ethan Cohen guy before I've seen him in, in something probably just a commercial uh, he, he's like a minor that guy he, he, run, he looks exactly like Chuck Klosterman you know, like kind of a nerdy. I don't know. Uh, uh, he kind of looks like Teddy Duchamp from Stand by Me. I don't know who that is. Um, he kind of looks like the Cohen guy in this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, guys. Oh yeah. See, <laughs> it all comes together. Um, uh, also, sort of recognize the uh, David Bowie guy too. The dad. Yeah. The wine shirt dad. And, um, I sort of know Wingshauser. The wheelchair guy. From his name. Yeah. He kind of has a, like, grizzled Mickey yeah, Rourke kind of style. I think, uh, in, like, the, the, the mid to late 80s, he was, like, a big uh, direct-to-video action star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't recognize him, but, yeah, he had, he had a very distinct face. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like we can't talk about the story. We're just like, oh, their faces. Uh, that guy had a nice nose. Did you like his nose? <laughs> I liked his nose. Yeah, the French girl uh, had a nice ass. <laughs> she, I when when I first saw her, I thought she was uh, uh, Jesse's girlfriend from. She looks a lot like from, uh, Breaking Bad, but yeah, Kristen Ritter. It was not actress. Not her. Was, uh, she had a French accent. Yes. And a different name. And a different name. And uh, from certain angles, did not look like her. Yeah. Uh, like her ass shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So do you have a favorite kill in this movie? <laughs> um, um, uh, David Bowe. The, the, the wine shirt dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was probably my favorite kill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I have a favorite kill, but I, I just know that after, uh, spoiler, after he kills the cleaning lady, I love that he's just sitting on the bed watching TV in the motel, right. 
like like all of us do when we <laughs> kill a cleaning lady. We just relax, turn on the tube, chill out. Because, uh, I mean, if you're, if you got the hotel room anyway, mm-hmm. you know, just use it, pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I know when you and I have uh, traveled out of, uh, out of town together, uh, we usually don't want the clean lady in there anyway. So right. if she's going to come around bugging us, we're going to kill her. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there is an upcharge similar to if you open something out of the, the mini fridge or whatever. Right, right. But it's totally worth it. Right. I mean, it's convenient. It's all about convenience. Like, you, you know, you get home... And, you open the fridge and you're like, oh, I could open this, you know, $10 tiny little bottle of, or I could walk down the street and buy one, but I'm already here. Right. You know, it's like the same thing. You're like, do I walk down to the park and kidnap a hooker? Like the whole get the razor wire out. And out. Right, right. Or you just, you just kill the clean lady. You just kill Just kill the clean Right. That is. You don't have to clean it up? Nope. Nope. That's why, the, that's why the other cleaning lady is there. Exactly. Yeah. Unless someone happens to kill her. Right. Yeah, that gets messy. Yeah, but, yeah. it's going to build up at some point, but right. uh, not everybody's going to kill the cleaning lady. No. So there's always going to be Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's the people out there, the thrifty, yeah. you know, vacationer. <clears throat> like if there's a whole family or something, you know, they might. <laughs> but, uh, um, oh, uh, so, <laughs> well, that scene where, uh, the accountant is, uh, he's got the turkey in yeah. the motel, uh-huh. and, uh, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, you know. It I, paid off. Yeah. I honestly didn't expect it to pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just looked like one of those bizarre things that was never going to be explained. Right. Uh, you're like, okay, he's, like, was he pantsless? He was pantsless. He was uh, just wearing boxers. Uh, but he has tie and shirt on. He has on. tie and shirt on. He was uh, shining his shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he get, receives a phone call from his, the master. His master, yeah. We never see or get referred to again. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And, yeah, there's just a turkey in the room. A live giant turkey. Yep. Walking around the hotel. The motel room. Yep. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. That was a very cool scene. Um, very tickish. Very, like, someone from the cartoon for the tick, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Especially the way he delivered the the limes to his master. It was very convincing that he was indeed the slave to someone, to some powerful force. But but the scene where, okay, spoiler again, uh, where uh, a dozen people are ravenously eating this baked turkey, yeah. um, it it reminded me very much of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes. And even the music the score. music sounded like Goblin. <laughs> yeah, it did. Good. That was awesome. I thought the exact same yeah. thing. I almost said it. Uh, we both looked at each other. Yeah. So we were obviously thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think what have, what what is preventing this from being just pretentious, arty bullshit is that Obviously, he had the, the writer director has a sense of humor, yeah, and, and knows that he's can make fun of himself. So right, that really helps. It's just like if Ingmar Bergman during the Seventh Seal would have like had a guy take a little too long to play, you know, to play his chess piece, and the other guy just pulls out a seltzer bottle and like sprays him in the <laughs> noggin, you know, like that would have made that movie good. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> same kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, because this isn't quite Monty Python or anything, but it has, like, a lot of their, like, absurd, yeah, yeah, sensibility. It's a good word. Yeah, the uh, gore for comedic effect, things blowing up, you know, the fact that it's a moving tire on the run. (laughs) And very well, like, very well done as far as, like, the tire moving around. I kept expecting it to only be CGI, but it right. obviously was not. It was a real tire. Yeah. I mean, as far as I could tell, for the most part, it was a real tire. Yeah. Uh, and it did not seem to be frame by frame animated. No. Uh, I looked for wires and didn't see wires. Yep. I thought maybe there was a guy dressed head to toe in green, and there was like maybe a stick embedded in the tire in the side, yeah, and he's right. like walking along, turning the tire because it like kind of goes up hills and turns and, st- and yeah. stuff. And I mean, obviously, some shots, there's somebody manipulating the tire. Right. It's not in front. Some of the close-ups. And yeah. That. Right. But, uh, I mean, there's quite a few shots of just the tire. Just trucking along. by itself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I wonder if they took some sort of remote controlled something. Oh, that's possible. It. That's possible. Uh, well done. Yeah. And like the beginning of the movie, uh, when when the movie that the spectators are watching starts. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of that that early scene of, of the tire like coming out of the the dump. Yeah. It seemed like it was like we were watching a nature movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were oh watching yeah. Watching like a newborn. Cub. Like all I needed was the narration. Right, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I was thinking more like, um, ah, I don't know, like some sort of horror movie where the, the, uh, the guy is like, you know, walking around like preparing his weapons, but it was much more lighthearted. Right. Uh, Like, like you said, much more like a bear cub or something. Yeah, yeah. Like learning how to walk. Falling down a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was very cute yeah. in the early days. Why, why, how did he go wrong? <laughs> well, he saw the, uh, the atrocities committed uh, on his kind by uh, human beings. Was that before he killed like the scorpion and stuff? No, he killed the scorpion yeah. before all that. When, when he discovered that he could run things over. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. Who wouldn't? Though, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think before, he was mostly just uh, killing people out of revenge, or, like, those who had wronged him, or, you know, and then, uh, then he saw the massacre, and, uh, and decided that all humanity had to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's right there. Well, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't deny it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I liked it. I think I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think this is something like I watch like twice a year or something, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd recommend it to people who uh, have a good sense of humor and uh, like an absurd horror yeah, type movie, kind of experimental comedy. Kind yeah, of yeah. fans of like Andy Kaufman maybe or something yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's not a perfect movie by any means, and some of the the jokes fall flat and some some bad acting and then some weird dialogue kind of stunted here and there but for the most part yeah really enjoyable could have been a, a much worse movie about a tire that kills people oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm yeah because it almost seems like if I think about it in my head it seems like something that you know, like occasionally we're like, that was good, or it could have been good if it was way, way shorter. Right. But uh, that, I mean, it didn't really suffer from that. No, yeah, didn't drag. No, yeah. I don't feel it there dragged. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think cutting away to different things and to sort of uh, letting the tire co-star rather than be you know, right the, the top draw. Yeah, you know, sort of helped because I, I think there's only so much we can take of uh, the tire just. Uh, <laughs> Rolling around, right. killing things. Like the kid said at the beginning, he's like, it's boring already. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, yeah, you're right. It served it to have the uh, sheriff and the, the quirky accountants and uh, right. the audience in general. Yeah, it was a fun little weird movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. It's a movie about a tire that kills things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think uh, pretty much you're, you're going to like it or not based on that. Yeah. As long as you know it's not just boring, you know? Yeah. Like, because that could be boring. Yeah. But really, yeah, if it tried to take itself seriously at all, right. I think, yeah, it would have, uh, yeah. Although, at the same time, like, it didn't treat it also like, uh, like, people involved weren't like, it's a tire, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they treated it as a a viable threat. As if it would have happened in real life. Right. Like, some people don't believe it. They're like, that's, you're just lying. Yeah. And some people were freaked out. Yeah. So, so within the framework of the story, they treat it seriously, but the the storytellers did not. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which which always seems like a good mix. Yeah. Well, I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> hope it gets bigger and better budget. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there'll be a remake. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to tell it's a tire. Yeah, I know. You're like, what's going on there? There's so many like little, you know, rubber pokey things. Explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I told I told Kathleen I was like I can't believe you're going to watch some crap movie like Final Harry Potter when you could be watching some serious thing meant for adults instead of children like me and Eric are going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably in line right now to see that movie. Really? It starts in three hours, right? Uh, so it's about nine-ish. Yeah. It's a midnight show? <clears throat> yeah, midnight show. Why would you uh, be in line this early? No, I think I think she's going to... I'm sure she'll be there around 10.30 or so, though. Still. No. Still. There's going to be a fever, man. Crowd. Uh, that's true. That this isn't rubber we're talking about. That is true. I forgot that uh, I only go see movies, like, weeks after they've been out. Right. <laughs> yeah, and this is... I'm sure this Harry Potter thing has the... Equivalent of the Star Wars Episode One fevers because this is the last one. And everybody's all on Twitter. Yeah, I guess uh, everybody's on Twitter. Yeah, well, talking about it's it. True. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Uh, yeah, I went. To, I went to see. I don't know if I talked about it on here or not, but a couple weeks ago, uh, my uh, uh, my friend and I went to go see uh, Super Eight. Uh huh. And uh, we walked in the theater and, like, like almost penned up was, like, a giant crowd of people just, like, in the lobby, like, behind, like, all the, the, the ropes and everything. Right, just, like, back and forth? Uh, no, like, like they were just, like, like, like someone built, like, an actual pen. Like really? Like a cage. Oh, wow. Ropes. Oh, wow. And, like, people were just in it, just standing there. And uh, I was like, what the? Is that? Did you try to slip some ice cubes through the bars? Put no, them to no, 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 no. I'm not gonna touch those. People. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and with good reason, because they were all there to see Transformers Three, which had opened. That day. <laughs> I'll still see that. I will not. But uh, I'm also never gonna see a movie that involves me being uh, caged up for an hour before the movie starts. Yeah. I'd uh, much rather. Uh, Casually enter the movie theater as I please, like a like a real human. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there was a time when I was uh, all about that sort of excitement, like Friday night releases and whatnot. And oh, oh, we're lying down the block and into the cellar, and uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't think I ever was. Uh, like uh, like I've always like newer there was a time where where our. Uh, nerd group would go see nerd movies uh, like opening night. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty awful. Yeah. Just every single time it was awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to get high in the parking lot, really. Honestly, I would like always go out and uh, smoke weed in the parking lot uh, or smoke weed on the way there. Uh, uh, not, not, uh, not when you and I were, were doing this stuff. Oh, uh, when the Mavericks crew was doing the Mavericks movies, like when we went to see Spider-Man and all that kind of stuff. I joined you guys, like, you know... Oh, like... Dark Knight. Months ago? And, and, uh, Transformers. Oh, yeah. Or not Transformers. No, Terminator Salvation. Right. And, you know, Star Trek, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I couldn't know. remember if you went to the Mavericks movie, Nights or not. Uh, probably not. Probably not. No. Other than... Batman. Batman. Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, I, like, I've never enjoyed that and when I used to work at the movie theater you know just just seeing people lined up for a movie and then having to deal with them just I think that that really started setting me off on the whole thing right yeah. that's understandable yeah. I will say uh, probably mentioned before when uh, the Star Wars movies were re-released in the mid 90s mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, you know episode 4 uh, <laughs> episode 4 Oh, yeah. New Hope? New Hope. Oh, wow. Yeah. What did you, you think I was talking about? Oh, I thought you meant, like, the fourth movie, which was episode one. No. Okay. When they were re-released in the mid-90s. Okay, yeah. Because episode one came out in 1999. Ah, uh, okay. Which is the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they released all the, 
special editions, you know, with CGI Cloud City and Java and Star Wars and right, yeah. Uh, every single one of those shows sold out for weeks on end, and it was hellish. <laughs> fucking brutal. Like even uh, during the daytime. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. It's uh, impressive. Because uh, we were only open during the daytime on the weekends. Uh, and uh, but we would have to uh, because every theater was sold out that was showing it. We would have to enter the movie theater to clean it before the movie was over. Right. So it usually meant that we all had to walk down to the front of the screen at the same time that uh, they were handing out the medals in the movie. Yeah. So it's like we were marching down. <laughs> oh man. Did you get in front of the screen? Uh-huh. Oh, did they try to kill you? No. Okay. You couldn't see us. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. people could see us, but we weren't blocking the screen right. or anything. Right. But we had to wait down there because... You had to be on Johnny on the spot yeah, with the cleaning. we had to clean every single row as soon as they emptied because the next crowd was fighting to come in. And they'd be in there like 15 minutes later, probably. Yep. Yeah. Even that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to work at the theater during that. Uh, <laughs> that and Disney movies. Just the kids. kids. Fucking in the in the theater and eating candy. Yep. Sticking it to the screen and whatnot. Never that bad, but uh, just messy kids, mm-hmm. screaming kids. They were super hot because there were so many people in there. Right. So many little people. Little kids. Well, They're hot, hot. Hearts. They're evil lava hearts. And, and they're, they're parents <laughs> who are just as evil, if not worse. Yeah. 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 That's probably true. Adults are terrible too. Adults with kids are terrible. Don't ever have kids, Jason. Yeah. Don't do it. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> just, don't, yeah, just don't. But but I like kids. Uh, and I don't think you and I could be friends after that. <laughs> You could be Uncle Eric. Wouldn't you want to be Uncle uh, Eric? They could come over and like... Tell you what, you have kids. Mm-hmm. You and I will stop talking for at least ten years. Uh-huh. And then uh, after that, then you can uh, reintroduce me back in your life and I'll be your kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're dri- be They'll Eric. be driving and moving out of the house by then. Yep. You know. yep. And uh, not have snot all over their hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all over uh, your comics when they come over. No, they're not coming over. Yeah. No. Not even when they're ten? Nope. No. Okay. Man, I can't believe you hate my family so much. Yeah, well, you know, it's your fault for raising shitty kids. <laughs> I tried, though. I tried so hard, but when little Danny was diagnosed with ADHD and uh, Suzanne had, uh, she had a penis and a vagina, it's just, it's hard. It's harder than you would have thought. Damn. Hurts me now. <sighs> Sorry. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, take a break? Sure. All right. Yeah. We are one thirty eight. 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 Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash, kids and neighbors. 
Oh, I didn't mean to say the N-word. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean the N-word. I mean the N-word. My N-word. Yeah, your N-word. Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been having a very pleasant week. Yeah? Not dealing with them. Oh. <laughs> no, no sign, no sound? Nope, because I haven't been here. That's awesome. I'm not looking forward to Sunday. Yeah. Coming back. Yeah. Well, vacation's over. At least there's no more holidays this weekend, so yeah. they shouldn't be setting off fireworks and whatnot. Yeah. I'm sure fireworks have probably been going off the entire time anyway. Oh, yeah, I've been hearing them in my house. My dog my dog freaks out every night. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've been, uh, I mentioned in the previous segment, I've been staying over at my parents' house. We're uh, in, in a town called Beaver Creek, which is where I grew up. And, uh, well, my parents are not you know, necessarily rich or well-to-do. Uh, it is generally considered a rich and well-to-do city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just uh, sort of the lower part of that. that uh, you know, the slums of Beaver Creek. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah we live there, but we're, we're definitely not part of right. the Beaver Creek community that everybody thinks of. Yeah, like, that. I've been in a house. It's not like some posh extravagance, but it's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's a nice house. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, man, what a difference between Beaver Creek and Kettering. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Just ten miles or whatever. Ten but... miles, like, down the road. You know, I've, I've been going back and forth between the two cities all my life. Mm-hmm. And yet, yesterday, it occurred to me that there are hardly any convenience stores in Beaver Creek. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than, like, a gas station. Yeah. Uh, Why is that, I wonder? I don't know. Just the lack of, uh... People who need smokes and beer on a dime, you know, like yeah, I, yeah, I need it, gotta yeah. have it. Pull in right here. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a speedway and a, and a Sunoco and that type of thing, but uh, there's no like freestanding like Circle K or oh yeah or uh, UDF or anything. There's not a UDF in Beaver Creek. Really? Yeah. Wow. Where do they get the ice cream at? <laughs> I, mean, I guess there's a Dairy Queen. Uh, no, well, kind of. Sort of in Beaver. Is that Beaver Creek? It's towards the edge of Beaver Creek. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe that's how people get rich. They don't. They don't. Uh, there is a Ritter's. Oh, uh, was well, that is that ice cream though, or is that uh, what's that other frozen stuff? Custard. Frozen custard. Yeah. yeah, it's ice cream. Yeah, don't fool yourselves. It's ice cream. <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's tasty. Oh, yeah. I've had it. Yum, yum. But yeah, there there isn't uh, there isn't a standalone building anywhere in Beaver Creek that uh, just sells cigarettes and and lottery tickets right here. Yeah, uh, I don't think that place sells lottery tickets. Or beer. No, Which one? Like Smokes for less. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With bars in the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man. Uh, on the other hand, there is also not a scratch off place or a place where you can buy a pager. <laughs> Or disposable cell phone. Or, uh, s- uh, Scarface lawn furniture. Right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have neighbors who are working on their trucks in the middle of the night or fist fighting each other above me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the only kind of neighbor I have is the kind who comes over to the house and picks up things that flew off of my patio during the huge storm that we had. Yeah. See? Because that's they awesome. wanted to Not because they're looting. No, because yeah. they wanted to help. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, did you, the first thing you, you thought of when you saw someone in your yard, wasn't it like, this guy's what's he up to? No good. He's stealing. Well, he's on a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, he's a friend of my parents who uh, was uh, on his way to, to uh, have a drink at a bar uh, mm. near my parents' house. Uh, drove by and saw that uh, during uh, the windstorm we had Monday night, uh, some stuff had blown out into the yard that I hadn't had a chance to pick up myself. And uh, so I pull in to see a motorcycle sitting in the driveway, which is weird. Did you immediately recognize who it was, though? Uh, I saw him get on the motorcycle. I was like, oh, that Oh, okay. So I only know one person with a motorcycle. Right. <laughs> That's also a sign of a. Uh... Uh, it's a good thing. That's a good. Yeah, I think I. I think I might know too, but one of them is a three-wheeled motorcycle because she's like 
in her late fifties, early sixties. I think it's I'd say she's in her sixties. So yeah. she, she drives a three wheel motorcycle. But uh, yeah, <laughs> still badass though for a sixty year old lady. Yeah. Is that your mom? No, no. <laughs> My mom's a two wheel motorcycle rider. Please. <laughs> Please, sir. If there was a unicycle version, she would be writing that. Why <laughs> isn't there a unicycle motorcycle? It's dangerous. I bet, like, Orville Wright probably invented that. <laughs> and then they just shot it down. I, speaking of, uh, you know, tires and people driving on yeah. things and doing weird stuff. Right. I, um. Today must have been, like, the day to sing while you drive. Because on the way to your parents' house to meet up to watch the movie, um, I was at a stoplight, and I had my windows down because that's a nice day out there. It's, like, it's not hot, really. It's just... not terribly hot. It's it's just, yeah, it's, like, breezy and warm and sunny. And so I had my windows down, and the guy in the car next to me, you know, like a 40-ish year old gentleman, uh, was just belting away at something <laughs> in the car and I couldn't tell what it was it just sounded like some old pop rock kind of stuff um oh no nothing recognizable it was like he was in the underground pop rock or something um but Got yeah him. he was no no <laughs> and he was the only one in the car too it wasn't like he was like having a sing-along or anything but he was just going at it and then when we left your parents asked to come back here on the way back at, at the uh, it might have been the same exact intersection actually I think it was there was someone turning um, you know I was like turning right and he was turning left and we were passing each other but he was by himself in the car and he was belting away at something I couldn't hear what it was because his windows were up but uh, yeah it's like a sing song day so well first of all could they just be talking on bluetooth no they were singing oh, Okay. I mean like I could hear the one guy singing right, right. and then this guy was like the guy was turning. He was like, "We didn't do the visual." Yeah, he had, a, he had his eyebrows asunder and his uh, <laughs> his mouth was contorted. Maybe he was just having a seizure. I don't know. So what you're saying is that you've never sung in the car by yourself. I have, well, but not when not when there's people around. Why are you condemning these people? No, I'm not. It was there's, just there's like not people around. They're in their car. They're in the privacy of their car. Oh no, no. The, I was 15 feet away. So? Just separated by two panes of glass. Well, that, that, why are you condemning these people? I'm not condemning. Yeah, you are. I'm observing. <laughs> I didn't you say... You are ridiculing them? I, I didn't call them yahoos. I just said, it's a sing-song day. But, but you're saying it with the, the attitude of, look at these idiots. <laughs> well, look it's hard not to when they're behaving like foolish such. Foolish idiots. They're just expressing the love for the music that they're listening to. It's true. Well, I'll sing in the car, but only if I'm, like, driving down the highway at night and there's, like, no cars within 20 feet, you know. And even then I'm worried that, like, some cop's got his infrared, like, you know, speed ray gun pointed on me. And he, he's, like, you know, I'm, like, mouthing the words to uh, Got a New Drug by Huey Lewis or something. And he picks up on it. Sounds to me like you have no soul. <laughs> Or just uh, angry at life. That's me. <laughs> Everyone that knows me knows that I'm full of anger and a hatred of all things fun. I do this show <laughs> under a constant state of fear. <laughs> then I might just explode on you. Yeah. Yeah. I unleash. This is why I've tried not to push you when we get into like a minor <laughs> argument. It's like, oh, yeah, this could be the thing that sets him off. Yeah, this is the one that everyone's warned me about. <laughs> Has he taken his medication? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> and we did, and, and we also saw a man eat a register receipt in his car. Yes, we did. <laughs> okay. This we can make fun of. Because <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. I don't know what it was. Uh, I swear it looked like one of those, you know, like if you get... Like from Subway, where they have all your points listed, or something, or like a big grocery receipt, okay. some something where it's like a foot long right. grocery receipt with like words printed all over it. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, uh, you saw it first. I was I was driving. We uh, we went out to to dinner at the an Indian place, and uh, which was excellent. Yes, yes, it was. And yeah, I pulled out, and, and you kind of started laughing. <laughs> 
and you, you told me that this guy, like, stuck a piece of paper in his mouth or something. And, like, at first I was expecting maybe he was, like, just kind of, like, held it in his mouth while he was, like, fumbling. Right, yeah, like, he's buckling a seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I looked, he was behind me, and I looked at my rear view, and, uh, like, it was not that, because he was clearly just driving, and it looked to me like he had, like, a tissue shoved up his nose. All right. And, I mean, you know, people do that. Yeah. I do that. It's, it's gross, but it's people gross, do. It's gross, but, you know, if your, your nose is running, and, you know. You, you gotta drive. You gotta drive, and, you know, it's just not gonna stop running. You shove a Kleenex up there and uh, let it uh, soak into the, the the snot into the tissue. Right. And then uh, throw it away. But uh, that's what it looked like. And uh, so I thought that was weird. But I, then I could tell that it was not up his nose. He just had it dangling in his mouth. And then uh, I stopped at the stop sign. I looked. And he reached his hand at the paper, crumpled it up, and then started shoving it into his mouth. <laughs> I swear to like... Because when I saw him put it, I saw him put it in his mouth. It looked like you know he put like the middle of the paper yeah. right over his mouth and just pushed like like Ted DiBiase would uh, a wad of twenty dollar bills, yeah. and and like you know it, it just looked like there was a a top flap and a bottom flap hanging out of his mouth, like he was cramming this <laughs> giant. And and like I said, the only thing I can think of is that he was part of some sort of secret society, and he just received a message. <laughs> Like, it, maybe it printed out of his dashboard, like in the, I don't know, some spy movie. Right. Like a James Bond style. Destroy this message after reading. Yeah. yeah. Like, he got his target, was confirmed. Right. And, yeah. But, yeah, he, he, yeah. He was eating paper. He was eating paper. Yeah. He was chewing that shit up. <laughs> wow, what if he did just go out and kill someone whose name was on that paper tonight? Well, I don't know. I guess we'll... Maybe Check the news, see if uh, anybody got murdered. Mysterious, yeah, yeah, mysterious. And then you never know, like, he make, if he's really good at his job, uh, foreign spy that he was, you know, it might be a pretty good cover up job. There might be, like, oh, kerosene explosion at the old mill warehouse or right, something, yeah. you know. And, like, you know, one security guard found, uh, you know, <laughs> and another unidentified body whose teeth have been removed systematically. <laughs> well, I hope he's not a listener to this, because. They have just added him oh. and turned ourselves into targets. We don't know what kind of car he had. Or we don't. Yeah, we didn't describe his skin color. Well, I remember that he had a mustache. Oh, there you go. You just killed paper. us both. You just killed us both. How many mustachioed paper eaters are there in the world? In our town, no less. <laughs> Technically, he's not in our town. Oh, that's right. He's ten miles away in the yeah. nice, the yeah. nice part of town. <laughs> See, okay. Well, technically, he was in Fairborn. Which is, uh, back to what? Trashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. <laughs> so you think, oh, who would he be killing in Fairborn? Um, the head of Wright State University. Oh, Irvin J. Nutter? Irvin J. Nutter, even, yeah. Someone in the Nutter family, for yeah. sure. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was, uh, He was killing a Nutter. Nutter? Huh. Maybe maybe you just wanted to go hang out at the uh, douchey Starbucks that I passed last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never seen so many douchey people sitting outside of any place uh, than last night when I passed the Starbucks. Really? Oh, yeah. What, a what, what were they doing? Just being douchey? Just being douchey. Mm-hmm. They just looked douchey from yeah. the street. You could just tell that they were douchey. <laughs> they were talking about how they had just rented rubber and they were really disappointed because... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pretentious enough. That would make them douchey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, so yeah, weird day. Weird day, people in cars doing odd shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's Harry Potter Day, and it's the release of the new Magic the Gathering. It's fucking weird Magic Nerd Day. Yeah. It's another thing that I'm not missing right now. Oh, the Magic Kids. Magic Kids kids in my parking spot, even though I'm dealing with it right now, so mm-hmm. fuck me. <laughs> they're in my spot, too. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. I don't want to come back here. I don't no want to come back here on Monday. No one should have to. Sunday. Can I move back into my mom's? Can you just ask if you can move back into yours? They're probably going to say no. Really? Yeah. Would it be... 
more socially acceptable if I moved in and paid them like $100 a month rent and then you moved into my mom's and paid her like 100 bucks a month rent? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. Let's, let's run that past. All right. We'll get it hurt. <laughs> Anything uh, else you said? Yeah. Vacation. That's awesome. Vacation is awesome. awesome. not exciting. That's what vacation's for sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Unless you can go somewhere and see something that you don't have time to go and see when you're working. Right. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll probably use tomorrow to go get my place renewed. Hey, there you go. I had to do car stuff. I had to replace the headlight and get an oil change today. Uh, I should probably get an oil change sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Is, that, uh, is that what was preventing your car from starting, Monster? No, because it's still doing that thing. Okay. Yeah, like I'll I'll turn the key and it'll just cough, basically, and I'll take the key out and put it back in and it'll start. But it's been doing that a lot lately, so I think I think my starter's going. Yeah, sounds like it. You should uh, get that rest Yeah, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. But uh, other than that, that's that's all I've done. Yeah, I've uh, watched a movie last night yesterday. American, the Bill Hicks story. Oh, was that good? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Is there is it like revelatory in some way? Like, uh, not really. I mean, it was just sort of uh, it was informative, but not revelatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he put a lot of himself in his comedy, so I mean, yeah, he kind of knew what was yeah, going on. Yeah, uh, but uh, I guess he he kept the the fact that he was dying uh, hidden from like all of his friends. Really? Yeah. And uh, he constant took, constantly uh, was on tour the entire time. What did he die of? Cancer? Lung cancer? Pancreatic cancer. Oh, pancreatic. Yeah. And he he knew it was going on for a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's the end of that movie. Very sad. Yeah. 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 Especially because, like, the interview, like, all of his friends and peers and his family, and, uh, you know, they're all talking about the fact that, uh, you know, like, I mean, he knew, and, uh... Basically working very hard to make sure that uh, he, he still had product to put out uh, after his death. Wow. Like, like he worked on two CDs uh, at the same time uh, Wow! To, to put out. And uh, his uh, Letterman appearance that got uh, cut from the show, uh, famously, uh, like, like he was like, really looking forward to that. He was, uh, that was like, his final television appearance that he was going to make. Oh, that sucks. And, uh, like, like he, he thought that it would, like, you know, hit really big and, like, you know, at least help make him famous enough to, you know, help his family after he was gone. And, uh, they cut him. Wow. That's yeah. a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got such a following, though. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did okay. Yeah. I hope. They're still, uh, you know, not, I mean, obviously not releasing anything. Although, I guess he had, like, Hundreds of tapes of uh, like his performances, right? Uh, just like the audio quality is bad on most of them, so they can't really release them. Right. Eh, it's like one of those things. Maybe weird nerd completists might pay money for. Right. You know? uh, I mean, obviously, if they put out another CD of like you know, one of his performances or anything, I'm certainly going to buy it. But, mm-hmm. I'm sure at this point, a lot of his material has uh, been released. You know? Right. That's too bad, though. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a funny dude. Yes, he was. Kathleen's a big fan. Yeah. Uh, she should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then, uh, watched a lot of Veronica Mars. Watched, uh, the, the first three episodes of the new season of True Blood. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, crappy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the uh, Burn Notice TV movie, The Fall of Sam Axe. Oh, there's a TV movie. Yeah, The Fall of Sam Axe. Huh. It's the uh, Bruce Campbell character in that show. Yeah, okay. It was the, the story of how he got to where he is on the regular show. Still never seen that show. It's an enjoyable show. I watched uh, one episode today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, was a, it was an okay movie. Mm-hmm. It was 
Bruce Campbell being Bruce Campbell. Right. It's hard to go completely wrong with him. Yeah, pretty much. I haven't watched the Herbie movie he was in, and it was yeah. half enjoyable. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, the Evil Dead remake? No. Uh, it's a go, apparently. Uh, they've got a director and a screenwriter. Really? Yeah. Is it? Do you know if it's uh, more of the horror or more of the comedy? I or? don't know. Because uh, it's a remake, and it hasn't been written yet. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I just thought they might have said, like, we're going to take it in a different... You know, a slightly different direction, actually. They just said Evil Dead remake. Mm. And guys never directed anything before. And written by the uh, chick who wrote Juno and Jennifer's Body. Oh. Huh. See, how does a guy get a gig like that if he's never directed anything when I'm sure there's tons of people that would love that job? Short movie. He made yeah. a short film that uh, I guess Sam Raimi and company noticed. Okay. And apparently liked enough. To wow! Say, hey, that guy. That's crazy. Happened. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the dream of everybody. That's true. Yeah. That's crazy though. Yeah. I mean, luck, lucky for that dude. Well, I hope it's good. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it. Uh, I probably will too. Uh, I know it's like you don't want to support the whole remake genre, right. but at the same time, you know, like if, especially if the original creator is like, I want him to remake this movie right. because I'm sure he's not completely happy with. First Evil Dead, I mean, it's, yeah. it's awesome, yeah. but... Uh, well, yeah, well, he already remade it. It's called Evil Dead 2. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> well, maybe this one will be, uh, you know, an amalgam of the both of them or something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah, like, uh, I've never heard anything good about Juno, and I've definitely never heard anything good about Jennifer's body. Mm. So, you know, going from that... Uh, I've never seen either one. So. Can't say that I've uh, never seen either one either because I've never heard anything good about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wish I could tell you one way or the other. But, um, huh. Yeah. 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 I guess that was, uh, that's all I've got. That's all I got. Yeah. So I guess I'll pick a comic to read. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and honestly, uh, I'm almost scared to pick it now. Oh, after but, rubber? Uh, no, uh, after a conversation we had at uh, the Indian restaurant. Oh, really? Because because uh, you said something sort of disapproving that made that, that that I already picked out my pick, and I don't have a backup in case you're against this. I I just said something about your actual pick. Uh, not about my actual pick, but the guy who wrote my actual. Okay. Pick. Wow. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. You, uh, you talk some shit about Brian Bendis. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I am picking, hopefully, Spider Woman. A Brian Bendis book. No, because I got rid of that. Because <laughs> that was not good. Yeah. I'm picking a graphic novel that he and Michael A. Von Oming did a couple months ago called Tachio. Okay. I've seen that. Yeah. I haven't read it, though. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine you would have. No. Because obviously you don't like him. I I don't dislike him. I just, I think I made a comment about how wordy yeah. his word balloons yeah. and pages are. Yeah. I don't dislike him. I'm not a super fan, though. Yeah. What have all of you read by him? I've read the first Powers trade. Okay. I've read um, Goldfish. I've read some New Avengers. I think it was when it was still Avengers before it was New Avengers. I've read something else. Can't remember. Never read. Never read as Daredevil or Ultimate Spider-Man. Just Fortune and Glory. Second Twitch. Nope. Hellspawn. One Batman story he wrote. Maybe. Uh, uh, Maybe. Ultimate X Men. You know, I might just have seen Ultimate Fantastic Four. No, no, no Ultimates. Ultimate Power. No, no. I may have just seen his name so much on books that you know Marvel puts out right. that I'm like, yeah. Daredevil Ninja. Yep. 
I think that was it, probably. That was probably just this. Probably just the, the Avengers, or Goldfish and the Powers. The Avengers, I could see putting people off. I, yeah, I don't know, I enjoyed them, but I had the same problem with Powers where I thought it was just wordy, wordy, wordy. Yeah, I think it flows better than Powers. I think it works better than Powers. Yeah. Uh, we should all save all of this conversation when we're actually talking about <laughs> the book that he wrote that we're going to review. Takio? Takio? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to delete Yeah, I mean, but, you know, like, uh, usually that's the excuse to talk about uh, the people involved in the creation of that book. That's true. Yeah, I got some stuff to say about Brian Bendis. Yeah. And I'll save it for next week. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, like the book or not, uh, I got positive things to say about him. I got negative things to say about him. Oh. Oh. So look forward to that. Ooh. It's a multifaceted Maybe. emotional roller coaster. Maybe. Or it could just be a half hour bust like it was last week. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right, then. I'm thirsty. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, uh... You I don't know. Go to work? I might have to go to work. <laughs> I either have to go to work... <laughs> if I don't go to work tonight, I have to go to work super early and do a 12-hour day tomorrow. So I'm, I might go tonight. Yeah. If I were you, yeah. I'd go tonight. Yeah. 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 Let's, uh, let's get that shit over with. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's sleep under the normal hour. But the only thing is, the, the magic troop will be two doors down playing magic at their game night. Yeah. And if I'm there before midnight, they can, they'll probably smell smell the new magic being moved around in the store. <laughs> and we're not allowed to sell it till midnight and they'll just be like, it'll be like that scene in Dawn of the Dead where like they go over to the windows and right. bang on them and all the zombies are there. And uh, they'll just be waiting outside for me. Yeah. It's possible. Well, that's your risk. Yeah. Uh, arm yourself. I might just turn all the lights off and sort by candlelight, yeah, and yeah. then wait till after midnight to leave, like once go. they've already gone home. There you go. Do you want me to come with you, muscle? <laughs> a little muscle, a little magic. Oh, uh, can I uh, can I install uh, Photoshop and Illustrator on your computer there? <laughs> that way I can uh, work. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because uh, I'm going to stick around here and uh, work on some art. Ooh. And if I can do it there, then I can keep you company and uh, you know threaten some uh, magic dorks. Right. Yeah, I can't ask you to do that in case it gets ugly. I don't want to... I can't put you in harm's way like that. That's good, because honestly, I would just cower away anyway. Yeah. I'd just uh, run out the back. You're on your own! Yeah. Just jump into the creek. Yeah. Because, yeah. the, the, you know, the water. Oh, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like garlic to a vampire. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. All right. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>